What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TGIF podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and I'm here with my co-host, Killigreg, the Pharaoh Wizard, Benevolent hey, Ruler. That's a long one. <laughs> There's a lot there. There's that honestly sounds like a magic card. Maybe we should make magic cards of ourselves. And also here, our other co-host, Megastar Mark, down there. I'm more like a, a Pokemon than I am a, a magic card. I got to get in that mindset soon enough. So so Snorlax in okay. Spanish, I believe, is Relaxo, and I love oh. it to death. That's awesome. That's I wish that was my superpower. You should uh, make yeah. a shirt that says that and wear it. That says to that? a public event. Yeah. I do have my Dickie Peeper Halloween Creeper shirt on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like that. Sweet boobs, by the way. There. <laughs> oh my God. Get the uh, video version, people. Yeah. You're making me. You're making me hot over here. Wow, yeah. that's topical. <laughs> it is topical. That's right. But first, but first, last time on the show we did TJF bomb episodes. Oh, which yeah. I think upset some people. I think there were some some dark web folks on the uh, on the internet who were thinking that this was like a bomb making thing, and they were all excited, and they found out, oh, we're just talking about Urkel and weird ass shit. I hear those people in the dark web got back at one of us. So, I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> okay, this time on the show suggested. Yeah, we're not we're not dwelling on that. This time on the show. The topic is virginity. <laughs> TGIF. Well-versed. Virginity episodes. Uh, yeah. Well-versed. Well-versed. On the last time on the show, I was like, oh, we always tell our personal stories. You going to tell me about how you lost your virginity, guys? You guys were there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we were all yeah, there. I, I haven't marked the whole time. Oh, exactly. man. Yep. We were all holding hands. You made me dress as the Buffalo Bills mascot. Yeah. And then we, you know, did it through a sheet. Biblically. Through speaking. a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> a little hole. It's a little hole. There's not much story to tell. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to tell them. It's fine. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. I mean, please don't. We don't have to. You know? Yeah, come on. I've been waiting my whole life for this. It's one of those moments that when you're like leading up to it, and then I would even go so far as to say some amount of time afterwards, it's like, this is the defining moment of my entire life. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, I don't what? know. I kind of remember that. Yeah. Like, right. I, I guess I that... remember who it was with. That's right. pretty good, I guess. <laughs> I guess that counted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This the build the up board. of some, the build up of something like that when you're, oh yeah, you're not right. one of those folks. But I'll we're going to talk about it because mm -hmm. part yeah. of the reason is it's a, like it had that mystique about it is it's these an, fucking yeah. television shows. Yeah, the, these television shows put in your head with this aura about it, right? Yeah, it's a nightmare. I, I have so about, much to say about this. I knew about like losing my virginity before I really kind of even knew what that meant. I just knew oh, that's something sure. you wanted to get. You got to at a certain point in your life. What you like had said, because of these yeah. shows, you had to get there. You right. had to get there. It was like a, it was the only thing that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. If I, had, <laughs> if I could, if I went back in time and told 18 year old Greg that sometimes I just say no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he would kill you. Kill me. I had 
so much Chinese food tonight. I, I'm just yes. going to pass. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's a huge yeah. problem. Yes. It's Stomach like, that issues. was a really romantic dinner. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go lay down on the couch for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's uh, 10 o'clock and I got work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, man. man. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. Being real loud downstairs. I don't know. <laughs> it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. You know, I never do things on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. right. Come on. <laughs> we got to plan this out. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I I felt relief, I think, after, after it was over. Like, okay, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Right. Now I can figure out how to actually do oh, that. I can have a right. have worry about a job and stuff. <laughs> Like, what do I do for a career now? I need life. to calm down about yeah. this. You had a checklist. <laughs> Get laid. Yeah, I remember one. I remember meeting my like, career number two. Yeah, yeah. Right. hobby. Right. I'm like, can I do it? I can do other things now, except yeah. for this. How much free time? I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't have to think about this night and day until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that yeah. yeah let me get back out on that hold on let me try yeah. one more time yeah yeah you know a few more at bats uh anyway all right virginity is the episode we'll see we'll see what we want to reveal i guess we have four great episodes i think most of them are pretty good even full house oh strong disagree i mean actually not about the full house thing but yeah. i thought okay most of these were stinkers okay I thought they were all interesting then, I guess. Oh, I wouldn't sure. say they were like, it's oh, not yeah. four Breaking Bads we're doing here. It's TGIF still, but all of them have a lot of things to talk about. So let's we'll start with. It, but I, I want to throw this out here right now. Okay. During the Pot okay. and Long broadcast, yes. I told Ryan, I didn't hate this full house. And I feel like that's a big moment for me. That is a big to moment. To volunteer that information that I'm like, you know what? I don't. Usually, I just leave with seething hatred, and I didn't have that this time. So we we also need to shout out Drew, who came up with this episode from Pod Along. Uh, Yes, he did. Drew gave us the idea, which is a great idea. I don't know how we didn't do it sooner. Feels like we should have done this two years ago, but here we are. Episode one. Virginity. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Fucking shit. Just Vince McMahon. (laughs) That must be slipping the Vince McMahon there. Oh my god. Yeah, Jerry. Titties. Yes. All right. Virginity episode starting with step by step episode season four, episode 20. Indecent proposal. Oh, see what they did there. JT has the chance of a lifetime when his college professor is interested in more than his mind. Cody sleepwalks acting like a five year old child. JT, I know this seems like your dream come true, but your first time should be something special. It should be with somebody that you love. <laughs> and who says this is my first time? <laughs> okay, it's my first time. Weird Cody, weird Cody. That's how it, that's how it that starts in. and ends. Yeah, this felt like there was zero, zero yeah. plot. Some, somebody's, some executive's friend pitch this this idea of cody sleepwalking and they're like we got to get it in that's what people want how do we, we do this right. just in the beginning and the end how do we explain it yeah we don't yeah don't worry about that <laughs> right. comedy yeah. we don't yeah. <laughs> he's wearing pajamas oh my god all right uh we begin on uh 
for once, Carol and Frank are just asleep. Speaking of virginity, they they, they, role playing as zombies. Yeah, right. (laughs) That this was literally after eight hours of foreplay. Okay, (laughs) didn't even get to the sex. Exhausting the amount of right costume changes that that had to happen. End of page three of the tantric (laughs) guide to fun time sex events. They're on like the second season of original star or original star trek right of cosplaying their way through it they got a lot to go they haven't even gotten to the space hippies yet that's tomorrow oh my god carol hears some footsteps it's the gorn and uh frank wakes up (laughs) and says i'm sorry from the back you both look the same (laughs) what in the world what a line Line drive. <laughs> That's a Patrick Duffy original if I've ever heard one. What a killing line for a kid's show. I'm sorry from the back. You both look the same. This is incredible that this was on a kid's show. This was on a kid's show. Yeah. Frank and Carol be fucking. As, as uh, usual, they are the str- the strongest points. <laughs> you know, they, they've always, both of those, we, we talk about all the time, but like there's certain people in these shows that just always come through and Frank and Carol are fucking phenomenal. So good. Cody comes in and he's sleepwalking as a baby and says, <laughs> I need to get yep. Yep. When you say it out loud, it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> when he watched it, it was stupid too. And then but then I'm like, oh God, this again. He's doing it again. We've known about that he sleepwalks as a baby. We have we the audience known about this? No. No, definitely not. He gets right in between them, and Carol says, if you wake a sleepwalker, it could confuse them. And Frank says, who would notice? It's Cody. Who cares? He says, Frank, you need to sing me a song. And Frank is like, mm not doing that. <laughs> that is a line too far. I will do pretty much anything, but I am not singing. If they started you. singing a Beach Boy song, I would have turned it the fuck off. I would oh be like, nope. God. Oh my god. You guys you guys take it from here. Sings that fucking Uncle Jesse song. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Yes. Fucking song. Again. Oh man. Stop singing that song. That might have been hysterical. That would have been great. I love that it bleeds into other (laughs) TGI. I heard this song when I went to Japan. Yeah, <laughs> never. I don't know what happened to the band. It's weird. I think a little kid told them to just give up on their careers and <laughs> fucking be poor. We flip to school. I think we're in college now. Is that where we're at? We're in college. It has to be otherwise. We're in college. Yeah, no, we're in college. We're in college. Okay. We're in ethics class <laughs> with Professor Flynn. I mean, Professor high, Flynn, looking high. good. She's looking good. Yeah. Let's just say Cody kind of blew this one. Yeah. JT blew it, I think. Cody, JT, I'm sorry. Yes. Cody, who Cody, knows what he was doing? Cody might have also been blowing it, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. All right. Professor Flynn says, pick up your papers. Everybody sucked at this fucking paper, except for one A+. Dana's like, uh, 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 it's me, baby. I'm the smart one. You're stupid, JT. You don't know any <laughs> ethics. You're, you're, good at, ethics. <laughs> you're good at business, which means you're bad at ethics. He's good at other things. That's usually how that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I um, like to think the 
the entire ghost fucking industry has some ethical questions that need to be addressed. Sure. Right. That's why he was there. You know, is that is that why this didn't happen? We'll I was honestly yeah. thinking about it. Like, this is a real life human woman, not a ghost. JT and the ghost. We have to admit that. Mm-hmm. He, li- he likes know, ghosts. He, he doesn't like real life. Terminator. That's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, anyway. He's there. Uh, yeah. All right. Dana thinks it's the A plus is for her, but it's not. It's for JT. And she says, Professor Flynn says, JT, you might be my favorite student. And he's like, what? (laughs) Why? I'm such an idiot. She's like, here's your paper. And he goes, you gave me an A plus. And then Dana's like, I got a B. And JT rubs it in her face. And Dana's like, this is fucking bullshit. Come on. This guy's an idiot. I live with him every day. There's no way he got an A+. She goes to barge back in and check with Professor Flynn, see what happened. And this is bad. I mean, if you're going to be shady and weird, this is a bad move. She's on her phone phone with the door open, her back turned going, yeah, I want to fuck JT, man, man. This is insane. (laughs) (laughs) This has got to be one of... Of of an entire show based around insane premises, uh, a lady professor just casually talking about something quite wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. With uh, just out in the open, mm-hmm. Dana didn't even need to come in. Just anybody in the hallway could have heard right. this conversation. She's yelling into the phone. If you're talking about banging your students, close the door. Don't. By don't the way, number call, one, don't. But don't talk about it on yeah, campus. Right. Yeah. Hey, wait till you're in your car or something. And who is she talking to? I don't know. (laughs) Who's on the other line? Be like, get it, girl. (laughs) All right. You don't tell people that. Nothing wrong with that, ethics teacher. (laughs) You don't tell people your deep, dark secrets like that. You reveal it later. Yeah, or not at all. Yeah. (laughs) Your neighbor's always like, she. I thought she was also an ethics teacher. Hey, mom. You're Guess what I'm rest, doing? Baby. Yeah, just like you taught me. Yeah. Me and JT. Right. He has a nice butt. He's also like mm-hmm. 20 years younger than you. Tell oh, that boy. JT that I said hello. <laughs> this is something that you reveal later to your friends when you're married. You're like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'm more more of a bad girl than you thought. Mad girl. One time about a bad girl. <laughs> I listened to that song in my car when I did it. Just like 45-year-old hammered <laughs> Mrs. Flynn revealing her Mrs. Secrets. Flynn. Mrs. Flynn is Real probably wide shut moment. She, she's probably only like two years older than the actual yeah, right. JT actor at this point. But yeah, the actor at yeah, there's not a lot of age difference that's no. no, it doesn't look awkward, but still. No. Still, is it okay if a college professor like hooks up with a student is that is that still a lot i don't think so so i think it's i think it's what it depends right what does it depend on that's what i want to know like when is it okay and when is it not okay like a graduate student who's like like 35 i would say if it is your actual student no bueno correct okay all right all right but like if it is another student I don't know. 
the, the problem you always run into is that power dynamic. Yeah. Like a teacher will right. always have more power over a student. Yeah. If the relationship goes bad and now that teacher goes and starts bad mouthing to other teachers or like who knows sabotaging them or something. Like obviously when there's a power dynamic, it's always trouble. But like right. in the abstract, I think there could still be a healthy relationship there. It simple just uh, is a bad fucking idea. Simple solution: just bang people at the college next to your college. You know, so that way you're not yeah, under the side, same college umbrella. You got a side bang, right? Exactly. And side then bang. I never heard of this. I, yeah. You have it's the side college movie. bang. <laughs> side bang, huh? I think it's that just was a bad idea. It's just like, bad all around. Yeah. Well. This this cracked me up. I don't know if it was supposed to, but it did. Frank working on his new grill, the Meat Master Five Thousand. <laughs> I wanted more of this B story. We got like yeah. very little of it. We didn't get enough. No, of Frank in this episode, the Meat Master should have been a big deal. <laughs> I like well, how yeah. Carol goes. This could have why? been a real moment, like a real yeah. like Lucy in the conveyor belt. Yes, moment, yes. Where there's just new fire popping out of everywhere, mm-hmm. and him and Cody yeah, have to they didn't, trying to chase the fire. They around. Didn't, yeah, they didn't play this up enough. Throw no. Brandon in front of the fire. I mean, just they put it out with Brandon. Absorb the first wave. <laughs> You're still here. Hold on. Let's put you to use. <laughs> Get closer. <laughs> Smother it. Like I told you, roll. Use your body. Roll. Use a big stick to just push him over. Not even. No conversation. Just. <laughs> I knew you were good for something. <laughs> this uh, was a rifle for, for Brendan. He did nothing. He just yeah. stood there. Yeah. Well, throughout multiple seasons, and at this point, it pretty much is always the same with him. One line, maybe, maybe. Bad piano playing, definitely. Yeah. At least Frank called him his son. I feel like that got to be a big moment for him. So he was thought that was real. You, you remember? I am. This is acting, kid. Uh, I love I love the line. <laughs> I love the line where Carol says, "Why do we need this?" <laughs> I have Why a similar do we need conversation the... with Cat every <laughs> single time we go to Home Depot. Yeah. How do we need this? I want a smoker so fucking bad. Every single time I'm like, is today the day? And she's like, no, of course not. Why are you asking me? We don't need that. You gotta keep asking. Right. Her Uh, argument, and I can't agree with this. Her argument is that if I buy a smoker, I'm gonna smoke things, and that's bad. She's not wrong. She's like, you don't need that. And then my argument is, well, maybe I'll smoke some vegetables. Right. And her counter argument is, no, you won't. (laughs) And then then we leave Home Depot. (laughs) And then we leave Home Depot. Repeat the next day. Same exact conversation every time. I want it so bad. Oh, God. Uh, All right. You're not a man, Carol, so you don't understand why you would want this. Oh my god! I like that she looked down at her like pregnant belly. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And then she says, Are you, "Okay, at least read the directions." He's like, "Huh? The directions are for people who have no idea what they're doing." And she says, "That's you. Look at the last four seasons. You've destroyed lots of stuff." And he's like, "I'm a contractor. I build houses." And she's like, "That blow up." 
and do weird <laughs> stuff. It's part of this show. And then he pulls up a flow restrictor valve and says, what are you? Throws that away. <laughs> she Don't that this. strangers. Yep. <laughs> that pipe that was. Just... Yeah. Nah. Still might be my favorite joke in Perfect Stranger. <laughs> so well done. Dana says, look, JT, you don't deserve the A+. The professor wants to seduce you. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Sign me J- up. JT on brand for this one. Oh, up to a point. <laughs> she says, this is going to happen. He he makes fun of her. It's like, okay. Yeah, sure. Of course she does. And Dana says, she's going to call you and invite you over. And he's like, yeah. great. Thanks, Barky. I do really love how JT like is so down on his and himself and his own chances here. He's just like, uh, no, that ain't going to happen. She, she's not a poltergeist. Okay. She's, not, <laughs> you're definitely not fucking. she's alive, Dana. Haven't yeah. you seen? She has skin. Mm-hmm. She's with us. You can see her. The phone rings and it's <laughs> professor Flynn. That would have been a good spin on it. If it was like a sixth sense moment where everybody in that class couldn't see her except JT reveal at the end. Ooh. Uh, she says, can you come over and help me do some research? And he's like, sure, I'm coming. And then he goes, I think you're right, Dana. Touchdown. I like that. He celebrates. And Dana's like, your first time needs to be special. And he goes, who says it was my first time? And she, and she goes, it's your first time, dumbass. I know. He's like, yeah, all right, it's my first time. But I've been to the zoo, and I know go what goes where, so I'm good. That That's a good. really good line. <laughs> I've he been to the so- zoo, and I know what goes where. He said it with such conviction, too. Like, <laughs> that's what made it okay. The zoo. What kind of zoos are you going to in Milwaukee? Holy shit. Jay, the actor who plays him is so good. Like, as this character, so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love that he's like confident. It's like, who says it's my first time? Yeah, like, of course, it's your fucking first time, idiot. <laughs> you live here with 87 people. How are you going to have sex? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, she says sex is a lot more than just what goes where, JT. Whatever you do will be cheap, tawdry, and loveless. And JT's like, sign me up. I'm in. First couple of times, baby. <laughs> like that's yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so JT decides to go to Professor Flynn's apartment, and she says, uh, she starts going smacking on him real quick. Mm-hmm. And she says, Call me Heather. And he's like, like Locklear? She's like, exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> he's no, like, sure. Okay. Whatever and you then need he, to get you through this. <laughs> he <laughs> tries to he tries to make small talk. <laughs> it's very silly. So uh you teach, eh? Uh, she's like, yes, I teach. <laughs> You're in my class. He says, I've had a lot of teachers, and she stops and gets real weird. And he goes, I mean, as stu- like I was a student. I, I mean, I've had a lot of teachers. Do you remember what the line was? He says, not biblically. So that got me. That was a funny line. Yeah. Not in a, a biblical sense. A Malenkoism, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> she says, and, and that's, honestly, that's the problem, right? They didn't pray beforehand. Yeah, that's right. You right. know, they didn't let God into the relationship. Had and now, that happened. 
and it was it would be okay right from yeah. the get-go oh yeah. absolutely i mean you yeah. get a good 45 minute prayer session in before that that's 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 yeah. how you make that okay if you're not sweating okay. you're not praying right that's what i always say Whew. I'm telling you that horizontal praying when you get to corinthians <laughs> the corinthians are hot corinthians where was oh corinthians? lord i assume it was in greece right yes something was going on there you seem nervous and he says no i'm not nervous then he proceeds to smash the lamp right next to him yeah it's and she's she <laughs> says I, I find you very very attractive and he goes i find you attractive and then she goes i'm gonna teach you things and it's like okay at this point why are you not in yeah just be in what are you doing right they make out standpoint i think jt's in the clear yeah seriously how can you know know, again we're going to talk about this a lot during the family mm, matters episode mm, mm -hmm. but like jt's obviously nervous and she's not really doing much to help the situation no and like not making it easy she crosses that line pretty quick oh yeah so i don't want to think like jt is the victim here i don't want to i don't want to paint him in a light where it's like he is a victim for it bud those can still be uncomfortable situations he is a victim the only thing i would say is that he they played this a little bit weird in like the character of jt seems like he would go for it right Mm -hmm. but then the way she interacts here when she says he says i think we should talk first and she's like I already know anything, everything I need to know about you. Let's just get it on. And I, I think that's where it could have been like, oh, okay. This is too weird now. Like, totally cool being like, let's let's get to know each other and let's hook up. But like, you don't you just want me for my body? Like, I think they could have went in a different direction here. But anyway, he says, I don't think I can do this. And then he says, God, I don't think we talk too much, but I could use your help. And then he leaves and he gets really mad at himself. It's like, oh, you're, I can't right. believe I'm doing pray. this. That was wrong. He does pray. He says, I can't believe I'm leaving. I can't believe I'm doing this. And he's like mad at himself as he leaves. And the professor's like, you're really going to do this? And he's like, I'm really going to do this. But I really hate myself. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then he goes back home and talks to Dana and says, it's your fucking fault, Dana. <laughs> You screwed me up. Even performance anxiety. Thanks for putting all that junk in my head. And she's like, "You didn't have sex." He goes, "Does it look like I had sex?" Great That's line. the line that I almost died at. The way he delivered that was so good. I think I replayed that like four or five times. I love that line. <laughs> Do I look like somebody who just had sex? <laughs> Great line. I'm going to take a cold shower. I'm going to bed. He flips out and leaves. And Dana says, I guess you deserve an A plus in ethics. And he goes, next time, keep your damn mouth shut. And runs upstairs. Uh, just the, the the way that they played this well, that, that part well, where it's like, you screwed me up. Why'd you make me do the right thing? Uh, the new grill, the Meat Master 5000. My favorite. He looks at the grill 
Frank and he's like, someday, kids, this will all be yours. Yeah. I mean, not Brendan. He's not in the will. But. <laughs> no, not him. Why are there all these extra parts? I think Mark says that. Yeah. And then it explodes, starts on fire, and then rolls away. And everyone starts freaking out. And Mark pulls out the fire regulator and it's like, it's probably this. Uh, Cody comes back in as a baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I, walking. And he says he needs to go to the hospital. And Frank's like, you know what? I'm just waking this fucking guy up. I don't care if he goes crazy or if he's confused. I'm waking him up. Wakes him up. And then they discover that. Uh, well, Carol says, sometimes if you're sleepwalking, you've had like a trauma or something. And he's like, there's no trauma. Like, I didn't think we'd get like a, a, an important like backstory into Cody at this point. But in this like yeah. after credits episode or moment here, but we sure did. Right. And then he says, well, my baby sister was born in the back of a cab when I was five and I thought everyone was going to die. But why would that traumatize you? OK. And then there's more about his time as a five-year-old when he tried to milk a bull at a farm and walked in on grandma in the shower. So he had a rough, a rough year when he was five. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Poor Cody he lives in a van. <laughs> wow. That's step-by-step this, the virginity episode. The one I remember the most probably of all these. Is it? Do I think so? When does, when does JT fuck that ghost? Late, it's like, like season it, seven. Because remember, he had that like oh, yeah. semi. Well, he had that girlfriend. That's what. Yeah, dating Sam for a right. while, who's like the right. mechanic, the hot mechanic. Yeah, so that was like late in the series run. And then they yeah. break up, and then he has sex with the ghost. Here's a question out there for the X verse. Mm-hmm. The X verse. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting a poll on X. So, Is that what you're saying right now? Killer Greg, the Pharaoh wizard, wizard so edgy. X. Yeah. Did uh, no? Did is JT hot? Like to me, he looks kind of doofy. Yeah, he was hot then, right? I don't know. No. That's the question. That's why I need, we need, I need. We need all the need listeners the, to let us know. Was yeah, JT right. hot? The is blue JT sky averse to help me out here. <laughs> threads. Anyone on thread? Nope. Nobody. The, still nobody. The threads. The, the threads thread town or, to come right. through for me here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, he he just it doesn't resonate with me. He's got too like he's even in this one he has like too much baby fat in his face. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a, a little thick, hot right? young teacher, I wouldn't be like, yeah, this is the guy I'm going to lose my career for. <laughs> I don't think he is considered hot because all of his friends really? are also dorks. Yeah, but Sam like, was know, good looking too, right? Sam was Sam hot. and that ghost like, was hot. Yeah, but like his his ghost was hot. What are you doing, Greg? Equally dorky as he is. (laughs) What are you doing, Greg? (laughs) Was Cody the hot one on the show? Was it Cody? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because the 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 people were wooing for him, but that doesn't mean he's hot. That necessarily Mm -hmm. it could mean. I mean, he's he's definitely the hottest person on this show, right? Guy wise, anyway. Ryan, that's a good point. Like when a certain when when Eddie you know comes Wait, on, you're, on, you're on Frank, Matters, Frank is dwarfing everybody. Frank right, is the hottest guy on the show. Well, that, I am attracted that, to Frank, but I would not say he's the hottest. <laughs> Look at Cody; he's a fucking kickboxer three. Right. <laughs> he's a kickboxer three. Frank was only in kickboxer four, four and five. Yeah, <laughs> he's in three of them, uh, and he's I making mean, a new one, right? Maybe so, at some point, he is like 
middle east man hot, right he's gotta be oh hot. yeah oh people yeah, like yeah. people like duffy yeah the duffmeister <laughs> the big the duffmeister the big duffer <laughs> the big duff <laughs> i want to hang out with patrick duffy can we get him on the show yeah. oh yeah probably he's not busy no he just did something didn't he or was it just a commercial or something it was our show last week all oh, right <laughs> you forgot all about him oh come on greg all right moving on full house oh he looked terrible <laughs> I, I saw, he's old so like it's real old yesterday i googled like jt to see just a re try to see if i can oh, find a recent there's picture a lot him, going on there and i saw a recent picture of patrick duffy and said i'm like oh 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 boy there's a lot going on i mean duffy's like 80 come on yeah he is 80 it's not I mean, fair i wish i looked that good at 80 yeah he's 74 Ooh. no he's old uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> i retract my statement <laughs> I don't look as good as he does now. And I'm not even, I'm almost 40. All right. Full house season seven, episode two, the apartment. When DJ's boyfriend, Steve gets his own apartment, Danny reluctantly allows her to visit, but spies on the couple and sees them sleep together. Quotes sleep together, asleep together. That's full house. Big difference there. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking woman, sleeping woman, no funny business. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's one o'clock. I gotta get home. I'll drive you. I hope my dad's wait up. <laughs> he did. Dad, what are you doing here? I'm uh trying to remember the name of my chiropractor we start with babies in boxes as doctors <laughs> my mom i'm gonna tell you this this is a very quickly story my mom caught me in bed with a girl once no it was like yeah oh, okay so it was literally no. that like no she was over that's like a nightmare we were watching a movie we fell asleep. that's a living nightmare and like oh you mom... actually lived this yeah. dj yeah. thing oh okay okay yes and like my mom walked in the next morning and I woke up just to see to like see her at the end of the bed. And right. she looked at me, she looked at her, and then she just walked out of the room. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then and then she didn't say anything about it for like three days. Yeah. And that was probably the most torturous three days of my entire life. Wow. Did she eventually bring it up or did you have yeah, to bring it up? And there? I okay. mean, to her credit, she was just like we were we were we were in the kitchen, she was like, Hey, so what was that all about? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, nothing. We fell asleep. She's like, all right, don't let it happen again. It's <laughs> like, all right, fine. Well, but like, my mom, I don't know if my mom just didn't want to bring it up or if she yeah, knew she I was just know. melting inside that entire time. It's like, <laughs> personally, if I had that kind of information, I would milk it. I oh, would just, yeah. Every time I walked by, I would just give him that look. Listen. You do kind of use that ammunition sometimes <laughs> when you know it's a little bit torturous for him. You, you, you stir you the it in the back pocket. You do it. You stir the pot. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Can yeah, appreciate no. That. I and I'm I now I wish I could ask my mom. <laughs> like, what were you thinking that time? <laughs> <laughs> At least it Boy, wasn't even that, playing soccer. He would not have given me three days if it was a guy. I tell you that. 
<laughs> that was not the household I grew up in. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I would have woken up with my suitcase already half packed. Just a Bible on your chest. <laughs> yeah. You need this. <laughs> Tell your dad you don't respect him on the way out. I never even do it. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh god oh, it's still one of the funniest the funniest things greg's dad at disney you should go back there with him just go back yeah, right yeah take I mean, him to disney and see what happens we have Probably that condo they, they my dad yeah. goes all the time <laughs> go with him and yeah, document right. it please we need go to right walk to the spot <laughs> i remember where it was yeah Oh man. All right. Uh babies and boxes are doctors. You got anything to say? <laughs> I'm amazed you made it this far, Greg. Look how this when I saw this I mean, one, listen, I'm like, I don't know if I, it's it's gonna shock you, but I'm gonna be very kind to this episode. As far as babies and boxes go, at least the kids were doing something. <laughs> right. Okay. Like half the time it's babies and boxes, it's literally just the camera lingering on their fucking dead eyes. <laughs> like at least now we got to see Uncle Jesse. Like, right, he was, was a being a dad, and the kids were doing something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it your ride? Was it great? Of course not, but at least it was something. Right. Yep. You're, like you're not Uncle Doctor Doctor Fishman. Yep. It's like the fourth time he's made a Doctor Fishman joke. I like that he kind of kept that scene going with those kids. He was like, "All right, let's speed this along." <laughs> he even this told them that much. at one point. He's like, "Come All on, right, get on, get hurry, on there. Hurry, hurry. You know how long these scenes feel? Yeah. I've seen this show. I enjoyed this scene where it's Danny dusting his stuff and singing the song. If you're happy and you know it, dust your stuff. And then Great. there's like several other lyrics. That's a good I'm going to tell you the secret sauce to this episode. Uh, it's going to be the not same a lot of kids. Can... <laughs> yeah, 100%. There's like, there's like no kids in it. Right before we filmed, we recorded the other podcast. That's exactly what I told Ryan. I'm like, what I liked about this one, a lot of Danny, a lot of Kimmy. That, that's, yeah, that's right. Got it. That's what I like. Uh, DJ goes shopping for a baby shower for a kid in her high school class. And Danny freaks out. It's this like, is definitely what? not the kind of thing you tell your parents. Yeah. What? Not. And so flippantly and happily about this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, also, she's having a baby. It's fine. Is, I, I don't know. To me, fairly progressive for 1990, whatever. Like to have like no. a. Sure. You don't think so? No. I'm. This is a. This is an indictment, man. No, 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 no. This I mean, a, like the whole idea of having a pregnant like uh, classmate that everybody accepted and was like celebrating. Right. I like the way I see it is that this is what middle class white people feared in the nineties. Like this mm. is why Dan, Danny, this justifies Danny's actions. This mm-hmm. is why he goes so crazy, right? Because but kids like, these days, like this is every this is every generation. I get it, but I also like thinking other like if, if this was growing pains in the eighties, I don't think the kids, the teenagers, would be as accepting of their classmate as as DJ and Kimmy are here. That's all I'm saying. I feel like that oh, in man, itself he... is a little progressive. Yeah. I, I mean, do get what you're saying. Blossom, and, and the... That kid would have been getting an abortion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a three parter. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 
It's so oh, funny yeah. that the lasting legacy of Blossom is just that. Right. <laughs> we got to do another one of those. Like, yeah, <laughs> find a way to get another Blossom episode in. I wouldn't mind. I was yeah. thinking about something. I was, I was watching a like a little mini documentary on Seinfeld the other day, mm-hmm. and apparently for the first four seasons, Home Improvement was just whooping the shit out of Seinfeld. Really? Which is like, I mean, it makes sense because Home Improvement is a more accessible tv show like i watched mm-hmm. home improvement whereas i didn't really watch seinfeld until sixth seventh grade like in there yeah um so it does make sense but it was still very funny to be like oh yeah and this little show called home improvement was really holding us down <laughs> wow which i always think this sidebar about seinfeld real quick is how quickly that caught fire like it had gone yes. several seasons like you were saying and it was funny and people who liked the show liked the show would always tell people about it but then it just hit and yeah. everybody was talking about Seinfeld. Like the video after one I was, season, it was amazing. The video I was watching was specifically talking about the episode where they, where they write the the newspaper article where saying Jerry's gay. Oh yeah, right. Um, and they they come up with a line. Not that there's anything wrong right. with that. Right. And apparently that episode was like double the viewership of any other episode they had ever had. Wow. And really? then it it just sort of never went away. People just mm-hmm. kept watching it. But like quite literally that episode saved seinfeld well which is crazy just speaking in terms of like television like sometimes that's what it takes like when there's a lot of talk about a a show and people tell me all the time oh you gotta watch this you gotta watch that and i bet if i watched it and i was like this one episode was really good i would 100 stick around and, Mm -hmm. and keep watching and moving forward so especially back then when you literally were flipping channels that was the whole thing and you had to tune in at a certain time and you really enjoyed the last week's episode i get it that makes a lot of sense What's the last time you had a show like that, though, where somebody re- like said you should watch this and you actually were sucked in? You're gonna laugh at this one. It was that um, that Marvel one, the one with the um, Scarlet Witch. What was it WandaVision? Oh yeah, WandaVision. Mm. People, WandaVision I, I did. Good. I missed like the first three, and everyone's like, "No, man, you got to watch this. It's real. Like, it's a good satire on like television in general. Yeah, and 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 an homage to like that." you know, each generation. And I did, I, I think that was, I think that was the most impressive part of that show. Yeah. It lost a bit. Superhero when, shit, once it, like, yeah, once it like went away from that, it lost. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Like the last two episodes of that show were pretty terrible, but up until that point, I thought the show yeah. was great. Right. I genuinely can't tell you the last time someone recommended a TV show to me. And I was like, this is awesome. The only show that I've truly loved in the last like five years was probably uh severance. Mm-hmm. which was yeah, kind of a, like i don't know if a single person recommended it but it was kind of one of those things where a lot of people i like were like no this is it this is the show that may that matters and they were right i don't know mm. i watched the first episode of the bear recently mm-hmm. yeah it's all right <laughs> the one tv show i've got i've recommended to people and i think it's i'm at a 100 success rate was the venture brothers I reckon mm. everybody I've recommended that show to, to his watch, like religiously watches it and loved it and quotes it all the time. Um, I feel like that's my only like go-to recommendation. Yeah. Nothing is obscure anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. You know, like if everyone's, and this is how it was back then, you know, again, Seinfeld had 28 million viewers, which nowadays, right. Anybody. Oh, yeah wouldn't murder for that kind of viewer it's more than sport, some sporting <laughs> oh, events yeah get. right right that's more than everything except for the super bowl mm-hmm. and that was just a thursday a 30 minute a right. 30 minute sit-down. that is insane that is yeah. insane um 
but yeah, it's never nowadays, happening again. It, like if it's, it's basically just whatever show people are watching that week. Yeah. Like right yeah. now, it's Ashoka. It's the only show anybody's talking about. And next week it'll be over, and then it'll be something else after that. And right. I don't know. Shows just don't have that lasting appeal like they used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger yeah. Things might be the only show that people are still sort of talking about, even though it has been several years now. And I would yeah. say before that, Game of Thrones. But other than that, I don't know. Like that, I I think that that cultural time of like <clears throat> the the primetime show is over. You know, the primetime comedy, the primetime drama is relatively yep. over. Then yeah. I think we sort of went into that like serialized everybody's talking about it type thing with like Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead and like the end of The mm-hmm. Sopranos and and like the early parts of Game of Thrones. But once Game of Thrones went away, now we're just in streaming show of the week. Yeah. And you watch You're right. You watch it for however many episodes it is, usually 8, maybe 12, and that's it and then you don't think about it again and then by the yeah. time season 2 comes around nobody wants to watch it anymore no one gives a fuck anymore All right you've forgotten a lot about what happens anyway like right. I, I andor i always bring up people always say andor is really good really yeah. nice, and i'm sure it is it's, it's great um, yeah but look, look I, at the mandalorian the mandalorian is the best example mm-hmm. there's a third season of the mandalorian yeah. I okay. don't think that many people know that. Yeah, yeah I'll say that's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's out. It's been out. Yeah. It's over. The third season's over. Yeah. So like, it's not the show of the weeks. No one gives a fuck, mm-hmm. right? And they never will. <laughs> All right, new idea. Let's make Game of Thrones again, but let's make every character unlikable ah, there and age them up every episode by <laughs> yeah. eight to ten years. Is that what they actually did? Is that yeah. what? Yeah. Oh yeah, was. <laughs> Yep. Yes, it was like, oh, these I kids. Are, I'm starting. I'm starting to get into this. You know, these kid actors. And the next week, they were 38. Yep. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? And there was. I mean, bold move having not a likable character on the show. That's they had one a single nine. one. Yeah, no. Yeah, nine. they had the king. The king, <laughs> the decrepit king, was the only actor they didn't change, and he was my favorite. And they got rid. And of then him. he. And then he died. Of course. That's funny. Oh no, god! I don't think I don't think the world of tentpole television shows is going to be around for ever. No, it'll come back eventually because everything's cyclical. Sure. Um, eventually, all these streaming services are going to collapse back into three, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have roughly CBS, ABC, and NBC right. again. Mm-hmm. Um, like Paramount Plus isn't making any money. Max isn't making any money. Like none of these things are making any fucking money. Um. What's that CBS one? Paramount Plus. Peacock. Oh, Peacock. You mean Peacock I'm, from I'm NBC. thinking Peacock. It's on Peacock is apparently losing just oodles of money. Yeah, yeah. So show. like, eventually Peacock will be bought by Disney, and I don't know. Netflix will buy Paramount Plus, and then we'll just have three streaming services again. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. All imagine. right, back to. Uh, I'm with okay. me, and then it won't one, be on demand. Point. You'll have to show up at a certain time. It'll be revolutionary. <laughs> Can you believe this? I can't. All right. I really can't picture like that amount of viewers, though. Even even if we get that, I mean that that's insane. No, that's, that's gonna that's never come back. That'd be super it's like, funny. I'm it's sorry. like with wrestling. Remember how like when, when you know we're all wrestling fans, how much Raw yeah. and Nitro were pulling in at the time. I mean, yeah. Yeah. numbers that they would literally murder vince would kill somebody for these days yeah i was thinking about that the other day and uh, when somebody was talking about aw's numbers super inside baseball i'm like they're making a f- they ha- their viewership is a fraction of what wcw was when yeah. it was quote unquote a failure <laughs> like <laughs> like 
It would be the Wonder. biggest hit on yeah. the entire television scene if it right. made the shit numbers Nitro's getting in 2001. Uh, People clamoring for it. Yeah, because they right. get like 800,000 viewers a week. It's pretty right. fucking respectable. Mm-hmm. But that it's would good in today's off. Yeah, but like. He wouldn't be able to afford his cocaine at that yeah. rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes I, I wish WCWTF would come back. Oh, there is. It's happening. Yes. Okay. Rumor and innuendo. Rumor and innuendo. We'll see. Are, are you putting a fresh coat of uh, paint on it or paint of coat? Whatever no, it is. No, it's there? more of a fresh paint march. of coat. Yeah. We're just we going to stuck in the time machine for like three years. <laughs> okay. Coffin corpse across the finish line and into it's a right. hole we dug. <laughs> That's good. Dale Torborg, Sword Torch, uh, leading the Uh, way. Stay stay tuned. All right. Let's go back to Full House. We get to see Steve's new apartment. Not bad in San Francisco. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good. How can he afford this? During the tech boom? $4,000 a month apartment. What the hell? What is Steve doing? He's I'm making, that, he's making that a lot of money. I mean, right? Do we know Steve's last name? Is it Jobs? Yeah. Oh. 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 Origin story. <laughs> and Danny reluctantly says, like, okay, you can go over to Steve's house. It's fine. Then we get this whole side plot about Joey listening to his tranquility tapes. All right. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. fine. He could have been Guess doing he... a lot worse. Why is he wearing Joey a beret? Okay. The chill one? Yeah. Why is he wearing that, a beret? He's cultured now, you swine. Right. Okay. Cultured right. people wear berets when they oh, meditate. He should have had the puppet wear a beret, too. That would have been great. They have these tools, and they refuse to use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at this because Michelle walks in and is like, I've got a problem, guys. And it's like, oh, fucking hell. They throw a brick <laughs> at her. Get out. What is your problem? Play this I don't game. have a hobby. Oh, God. This has got to be Stop it. one of the. Stop it. One of the. Even by full house standards, thinnest plot devices of all time. <laughs> I don't have a hobby. Shut and the I, fuck up. And I also. I love, and we'll jump in a little bit ahead, yeah. that they borderline refuse to resolve it. Yeah, right. They don't care. <laughs> Just get one. It was, it was like a Mobius strip of a sea story. Just went and began nowhere and ended nowhere. They don't have, even they didn't have time for her shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michelle, not this week. Not, to, not this week, yeah. Michelle. We got, we I actually like that Jesse just no-sells her. Yeah, He's like, well, right. sure you do. You like going to school? Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. You're pretty fucking boring. <laughs> You're right, Michelle. You suck. You know what? You made me come home from Japan. Yeah, yeah. Right. I deserve this. I've been thinking about it. I know what your hobby is. It's making my life worse. No, <laughs> you're excellent all that. your time doing it, and you're great. Yeah. Yeah. Because of you not letting me have a career, now I have to cement the driveway at the house to make extra way. money. I'm going to go and donate plasma for my, my weekly plasma donations because of you. <laughs> I could have been the Japanese Springsteen. <laughs> anyway, he's going to cement the driveway. This is where things really picked up for me. Business picked up for me. Because you know I love talking about how weird this house is and how it makes oh, yeah. no sense. 
sometimes why they have cars in the backyard and how do you get to the backyard does a helicopter drop this shit in the back we've seen the front it's the beginning of the show we know yeah. what road connects. we know what it looks like yeah, it right. doesn't have access to the back so i had a row house in baltimore unless it has and... an alley what does it have an alley in the back maybe that's what i'm suggesting because we okay in Baltimore, in between all the row houses is an alley that most people just use for their cars. And like I had basically a parking pad in my backyard that I mm. could have accessed from the alleyway. Okay. So, it, so maybe I, that would alley. be my that's what I suspect. Could you fit a giant and cement truck? <laughs> could you drive a, a massive cement truck down this alley and get it into your backyard? Not in Baltimore, that's for sure. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'm fascinated by this. They're going to rent a cement truck. What can go wrong? <laughs> They're going to do the work themselves. We see the we see the apartment here again. Oh, real quick, real quick. Becky has a really good line where she, he, you know, he mentioned Jesse mentioned that he's going to be doing that. And she's like, "You're what? What? Yeah, you're gonna okay. I've gotten a very similar reaction with my wife before, <laughs> where I'll come up with an idea to a plan to do something to the house, and she'd be like." Really? <laughs> Bad idea. Maybe pass on that. Maybe hire somebody. <laughs> I'm just going to lay a cement slab for the smoker. Right. <laughs> it's Greg's smoker. Calm down. The Mini Master 5000. <laughs> Mark, I need you to hide something for me. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Is it drugs? No. No. It's from Home Depot. Are you smoking your drugs again? <laughs> no, my meats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, DJ shows up at this apartment, <laughs> Aladdin's apartment. And he goes, <laughs> We've got total freedom now to do whatever we want. <laughs> wink, wink. And DJ says, we can finally be alone. And then there's a really funny line yeah. here by Steve. Great line. About how many people interrupt them on a constant basis. Yeah. <laughs> he, He's like, you know what? You know, your sisters interrupt us. Your uncles interrupt us. Your dad interrupts us. Your dog interrupts us. A lot of fucking people over there that interrupt us. Yeah, right. Great what line. I'm shocked there. he didn't say, wow, that's a really full house. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, it's it's like, a, like Miller and Boyette years. were just were just yeah. <laughs> were like dragging the paper away from whoever suggested that. No. In like 10, 15 <laughs> years, that's gonna be even a fuller house. I mean <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> DJ. DJ starts it off, though she's she turns out the lights and says, Let's go. We're alone. Let's do some yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay. Over the, over the pan stuff. <laughs> Aladdin's just telling his friends about <laughs> the whole new world. <laughs> Did Roger write that joke or was that you? <laughs> He's right behind me. He's feeding me lines. Oh, okay. Got a little earpiece. Solid. Right. Solid. The flamingo. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, DJ starts everything and then she immediately goes we need to slow things down like wait we just started can we be any slower 
So they decide they're just going to watch Terminator instead, which, you know what? Yeah, yeah good for you. Cool. Great movie. Yeah. What was the other option? They had two options for videos. It was no, like, I don't remember. I think it was like a decent proposal. Oh, was, that's right. Oh, yeah, one yeah, of them yeah. was like a romance movie. And one yeah, of them was, it was the, and like, Yeah, it was that one. No, we're definitely going to. We're not watching the sex thing. The sex yeah. thing. If we watch that movie, it's going to happen. That's how it works. That's how sex works. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> Ryan's help book. <laughs> Self help book. This is how sex works. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you see on TV, it's going to happen. You do it. Yeah. Right. Put on a sexy movie and have fun. <laughs> Just go for it. Why is Vince McMahon back? <laughs> watch that movie. Just go for it. You have to get a second VCR. Yeah. To watch the instructional video about yeah. how to watch the romantic video. Yep. All right. Hit and play. Now <laughs> listen to everything I'm saying and watch this whiteboard back here. Yes. Are you doing it yet? <laughs> oh, stop. Describe it to me. I don't care. I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, baby. <laughs> Just look at me, not each other. Stare at the screen. Vince. The fuck? I'm going to flex. You need some help. My quad. Have you ever seen this picture of me on Muscle and Fitness? (laughs) Here it is. This will get you going. Look at those chains. Okay, stop what you're doing. (laughs) Stop the other video, too. Just put on WrestleMania. Put your put your pants back on. <laughs> the Vince McMahon sexual instructional video. Have I ever told you about my dad? <laughs> That'll get you free. He's, he's dead. <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> He just starts. He just starts crying. I miss him. <laughs> I miss him so goddamn much. Wait, I thought this was supposed to make it some sense. Get out of here, Shane. Stop the video. Everyone, go home. God, your dad. Why am I still? You don't respect him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the dumbest thing we've ever said. This is easily the dumbest thing we've ever done. And we talk about JT fucking ghosts. Uh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs> oh, that'll put you to sleep. The Vince McMahon <laughs> sexual instructional video. Playing, you can't turn it off. You can't turn the machine. I'm getting a motor now. This is weird. <laughs> Bruce, come in and get rid of this. Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. The two buddies are doing their cement truck shit in the backyard, putting a driveway where there shouldn't be one. So we can have this bit. 
even though I'm pretty sure later there is no driveway back there. It's just grass. Uh, DJ's late and Danny gets real nervous that she's not home. So he calls Kimmy Gibbler to see what's going on. And then she makes fun of him and says, like, I don't fucking know I'm home. What are you talking about? It's like, you you left her by herself over there. She's like, yeah, I had to go home. What, what do you want what from me? What kind of dad are you? <laughs> that was a pretty good line. It's your fault, not mine. Yeah. Uh, Danny goes in to the apartment, figures out where the apartment is from Gibbler, and he tries to spy by stepping on a chair and looking through the window sees them asleep on the couch together, assumes the worst, falls down, crashes to the ground, and they wake up and say, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, "It's you're over curfew. What are you doing? This place is off limits. I'm so mad at you. Come with me. And Steve is like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. All we did was watch Terminator and a Vince McMahon porno video. Probably good just to sit that one out, Steve. (laughs) He just like, okay. Uh, honestly, Bob Saget, fucking great in the scene. He was real, real good. A lot of raw emotion that he, he threw out there, so I liked it. He's always good. Bob Saget is good on the show. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. The show stinks, but he's good on it most yeah. of the time. Which is why this episode is passable. <sighs> it's all Danny. Yeah. So they go home, and then we get more driveway stuff. The cement truck can't get out of the backyard because first of all it's too fucking small for a cement truck but secondly they put a fucking driveway in the middle of the- <laughs> so the thing can't drive out like oh shit the truck can't get out and we get this really brief moment where we finally see stephanie for the first time yeah yeah, she just like so pops happy. out a door and is yeah, like, right. "What's going on?" Out of one of the nebulous doors in that hallway that you're never quite sure what I room think that's it is. The bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just laid a mask. You have the floor plan. Yeah. <laughs> Can you draw it out for us? Yeah. I think I got it. I think I got it locked down. Oh, there might have been. Yeah, it yeah, had to be the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Danny's bedroom. They, direction too. They moved rooms. Remember we saw Danny's bedroom for like the first time ever. Yeah, yes. that one where they had the hole in the wall. Yes, yes. they put a hole in the wall and then they yep. put Jesse in the wall. Oh yeah, stuck in a wall. A wall action. <laughs> Great day for hey. wall enthusiasts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's our classic. Got stuck in episode. Yes, a classic, an absolute classic. I don't think we ever resolved. Like I don't think Jesse ever got out. Right, he was just stuck in there, <laughs> and the episode ended. Yeah. yeah. Oh God! Much Michelle, like the story ends. <laughs> and they just gave up. <laughs> He's still in there. Yeah, he'll get out someday. Michelle and Stephanie talk about stupid hobby bullshit. <laughs> and now Michelle's hobby is collecting leaves and bringing them in the house. And so this was the worst. <laughs> then they start throwing each other shit out the window. Because they're mad at each other because there's leaves everywhere. So they just start throwing stuff out the window. Which I thought was going to become a thing, but it doesn't really become a thing. I think you're wrong, Mark. This is great. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it was quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a new hobby. It's a bunch of leaves. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're right. In in person, other episodes, this would have dragged. 
Right. Mm. In other episodes, this would have been the entire episode. Yes, right. She right. would have done leaves, and then she would have done snails, and then right. she would have complained about her hobby. And the then, whole it would have, time, yeah. then they all would have had to sit down and be like, Michelle, no, this isn't what a hobby is. This is just being awful. <laughs> Which is what you are. <laughs> yeah. And then they give her an entire cabinet full of fish to murder at her will. <laughs> I love playing God. <laughs> I'm going to put this one in milk. <laughs> we didn't see the part where she took the cement and poured it in all those bowls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Michelle, the serial killer. Uh, I thought DJ was the was the killer instinct one, but maybe Michelle is. DJ does it as a job. She didn't really enjoy it. She just some things are it. genetic. Yeah. Right. She's just good at what she does. Right. Way. Right. She's just a the pro. government found a tool that they could use. Right. Michelle. Right. She was left on her own. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Danny vacuums while DJ and Steve try to talk about their problems. Just comes right in vacuuming, like don't mind me. Um, Michelle and Stephanie decide they're gonna make friends again, clean up the mess, and they're like, "Okay, it'll be fine. Dad won't notice, but he does." And you just hear him say, "Like, what the hell is this?" When he sees all the leaves. So DJ and Steve run out of the house to try to get some privacy and they go into the concrete truck, start making out and their butts hit the cement lever and cement starts pouring into the house. But Joey's there. He could solve this problem. Except for there's a problem. He's got his Zen fucking cassette tapes on. Can't hear a thing. And cement is pouring into the, the kitchen. This poor kitchen. Didn't a car drive through it at one point? Like Danny's like home insurance rates right now. (laughs) Through the roof. Cement is everywhere. And then uh, Danny and Jesse try to stop it while Joey just ignores everything because he doesn't know what's happening. And so they're like, Jesse's trying to catch it in his shirt. And it's like they're trying to do the slapstick thing. It's it's okay. And then... This works for like, me. Yep, get a get fun. a bowl or something. Get a bowl or something. So Jesse, me, like Jesse goes to get a bowl and he goes, "Not that bowl. That's the bowl my mother gave me for my birthday." I think that's what worked for me. Is yeah, that okay. Danny was like, "Not that the bowl. moan the whole time." Yeah. Like everything that Jesse tried to do, it was just like, "No, not that one." It was like, <laughs> "How about this drawer? Are you attached to this drawer?" He's like, "Well, I like it." But... <laughs> Good one. Good bit. Yeah. Uh, I also like when Jesse was trying to catch all the cement in something where the drawer or bowl or something, but he and he wants to murder Joey, but he can't reach him because he's got the bowl under the cement truck and he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> oh boy. Danny and DJ talk about their problems because everything's fine. The cement is, is gone. It's all picked up. It's good. You can just get rid of that stuff and it's fine. Jesse. Or uh, Danny and DJ talk about everything and say, you know, it's all good. I do trust you, I guess. It's just hard that you're growing up. I feel like we had this at least 25 times already. That first, remember she moves to the garage? Like in this exactly the same speech? You're growing up too fast. And he says, all I could think about poor Kathy, who's pregnant. In high school. That's not good. And it's all good. Don't worry about it. But one problem. Steve's landlord says you owe him 30 bucks for a broken chair. He's like, I'm going to pay for that shit. A broken chair. 
I like that Danny appraises the chair. I, I think that's good. There's no way that's thirty dollars. Yes, that thing was faulty, and that is Full House, one of the better Full Houses. I don't know if it's the best. What do you think? Is it I think the best it might Full be. House? Yeah, I think it might be. This actually felt like an episode of television. Mm-hmm. Like there were plots and there was comedy, and there were not a lot of kids. That was pretty great. No kids is a big, a big, great great episode. When when you are lacking in Michelle and Stephanie, this show is passable. Yeah, I think this is easily the best episode we saw. Yeah, wow. I would agree. Like I said, I said it when we recorded. I said it to to Ryan. I love Danny. I love Kimmy, and I got both of them a good amount more than we usually get of Kimmy too, which I liked. Um. Hopefully, hopefully we can do a Kimmy centric episode. I know there had to be them. I know yeah. they, they definitely existed. Um, yeah, there should I... be like an episode where we do like B plus players that are. Uh, <laughs> oh that are yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Oh yeah, did we even go over that great Kimmy scene? I mean, did I just miss kind it? of? Not really. The part where she's in bed and Danny calls. Yes. Oh yeah, hysterical. Yeah. yeah. She says, "Yeah, we did," because she says, "Like you're her father. What the fuck?" Yeah, it's your it's your fault, not mine. Saying that one line over like all like multiple characters say like, oh, "What kind of dad are you?" Like they all put the yeah. blame yeah. on, on Danny. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. No, like, I liked it. I thought it was funny. No, I I think the I I think the execution of the joke is funny. The fact mm-hmm. that everyone keeps ragging on him about it, but like I also think it sets this precedent that like fathers are protective of their mm-hmm. daughter's purity. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, I. I I can't not talk about the social like implications of this stuff, but like this is right. how people learn this stuff. And I've said it before, and I'm, I'm going to continue to say it during this episode. But like over and over and over again, it there's always this character basically saying, "No, this isn't how you're supposed to have sex." Right. Mm. Like Dana and Danny and Larry to a little bit. Larry's a little the the perfect strangers episode is a little yeah. bit different, but especially oh, basically Carl. Everybody in the family matters. Everybody, episode, in Carl matters. and Laura yeah. and Steve. Everyone just being real like, heavy oh, "This it. is how you should. This is how your first time should be." I don't know. Like, of course, parents have to protect their kids, mm. and like, sure, maybe it's not the best idea to let your kids go over their boyfriend's house alone, but at the same time, like. Kids are going to be kids, and yeah. adults very easily forget how they were when they were kids. And like, if DJ's going to fuck Steve, she's going to fuck Steve anywhere. Yeah, in a car, in a park, at mm-hmm. the house when no one's around. Like, they're, they're going to find a way. If if DJ is ready to do this with Steve, being it's being like, no, you can't be alone with a boy is not going to stop that. And like. It just sets a bad precedent. Mm-hmm. Like this again. I know it's lighthearted comedy for idiots, but like, it's pervasive at that time, and it's probably mm-hmm. still pervasive. Again, I haven't seen a sitcom in fifteen years, so I think this is a good time to talk about it because I I was watching all these. I felt like it was very much a product of the times, um, and a lot of this I, I, to me felt antiquated. I don't know. I don't watch TV. So I'm, I, I think that's an interesting point you just made, Greg. Is this still how it's presented? 
I don't, I can't imagine it is. I really can't. I just, uh, I'm sure there they, are still shows out there. Like, you know, Tim Allen had that show recently, that Man of the House show. Right. I say recently, it could, I think it might actually also be 10 years old. Yeah, sure. it's old. But like, surely there are still sitcoms that hold these core family values. I'm mm-hmm. sure of it. Mm-hmm. But the platform with which it's getting out there is, severely limited compared to it you know nine million people watching a cbs comedy is not 22 million people watching a cbs comedy um yeah the only one i can think of is modern family had like a a daughter in it that was Haley. that the daughter in modern family that was like hooking up with a dumb guy yeah they were just like don't tell us also he's really dumb like you could do better like that (laughs) was kind of the bit With his full house, Danny should be. I mean, Steve, for for all that he is, is pretty safe. Like you know, he's he's not anybody to be ashamed of. He's he's rich. He played Aladdin. He has that apartment. What are you doing? It's fine. He invented the iPhone. (laughs) You gotta get in there. Oh boy! All right, are we ready for perfect strangers? You You see that thing on the wall over there? One day, I'm gonna put it in your pocket. You're gonna to touch it a whole bunch with your finger. <laughs> also, have oh. you seen my cool popcorn machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, perfect strangers. Sexual harassment one. That's what I wrote. I forget what it's called. Season three, episode three. Larry must convince Balky that he's a victim of sexual harassment. Wednesday, the boss has Balky working overtime. What's going on here? She's all over me like a wet t-shirt. Perfect strangers. Then it took us a while to discover which, like, which one we were talking about. Yeah, this was the one though. This is this, this is, is the definitely one. the one that I discovered. And I thought this would be a good one for us. So. Yes, this is it. It was. So, it, uh, it, it fit pretty well. Perfect strangers. Olivia Crawford, mm. head of the magazine, comes down. In their little set there. And Larry finds out he's getting a story in the magazine. And he's very excited. This is very early on, I think, mm-hmm. when, when they got to the paper. Because they, they often reference, like, oh, we just got here. We can't, like, make any waves or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of... Because, like, I I remember, like, watching it as a kid and not knowing they were in the basement. Like, just thinking... Because yeah. the, the whole room is massive and it turns out... And they repeatedly make that, they reference that throughout the entire episode. Oh, we had to come all the way down to the basement to see you guys. So, yeah, good good way to establish it. It's quite a set. Yeah. It's kind of that crazy door all the way up. Yeah. And the giant, like, a lot of clearance space in that. that Yeah. Uh, Olivia Crawford says, uh, you get to be a part of the magazine. I I enjoy the whole mystique of a magazine now when magazines don't matter the really. sunday magazine the sunday magazine um olivia hits on balky a bunch and says oh you are a delight are you from the mediterranean he goes kind of you go there and then you turn left <laughs> larry's so excited he says finally people will take notice of me i'm headed to the big time and balky says well why would you want to join the circus he says, I have an idea for my article. It's going to be about neighborhoods and losing their ethnic identities. And Balky says, well, I don't know about that. I work in this basement, so I miss a lot. 
Uh, Olivia says she forgot her keys. And Larry, can you be a doll and go get them for me? And he's like, okay, I guess. Runs upstairs. Balky shows off his fucking guns. He's jacked in this episode. He's looking good. <laughs> Olivia wants a piece of Balky, but he doesn't understand. And that's where the comedy comes in of him talking about sheep herding. And she, she says something just to try to pretend to connect. And he's like, oh, you you like sheep too? Um, And then they talk about, they start bumping into each other and stuff. And then she says, uh, he says something about tapestry. And she's like, oh, I love tapestries. Can I see your tapestry? I'll be in your neighborhood. Where do you live? <laughs> I thought that was a good line. <laughs> he's like, uh, well, I live over here. And he gives directions. And then she smells him while he's giving yeah. the directions. And then she turns around and kisses him on top of the mail. And then Larry comes back down to interrupt. And she's like, oh, whoops, I had my keys here the whole time. And Larry's like, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't find your keys. She's like, okay, gotta go. I'll see you later. And then Balky asks Larry if he's been sexually harassed. So can you tell me, cousin, when a woman says she wants to see your tapestries, does that mean what I think it means? And Larry goes, okay, well, it could mean she likes tapestries. And then the response from Balky where he goes, okay. (laughs) Well, if she kisses you like she just kissed me, and your eyes go all crazy. Does that mean what I think it means? And Larry goes, oh, yeah, that, that's what it means. That's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's what he, she wants to see your dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the mailroom. <laughs> she She's going to come over and see the tapestries. And Larry keeps poo-pooing it. It's the editor of the magazine. It'll be okay. Uh, and then... Palky asks Larry if he's been with women, or uh, Larry asks Balky, sorry, if he's been with women, you've been with women before, right, Balky? And he's like, no. He's like, what about on Meepos? Sheep, ladies, am I right? And he goes, oh, you're as pure as the driven snow, aren't you? <laughs> uh, and then uh, Balky asks Larry if he's a virgin. This is great. Yeah, this is he's like, good. if it'll make you feel better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. That was real good. Oh, God. I'll stay home with you and we'll make sure nothing happens. Olivia comes in expecting just to mac on Balky, but Larry's there. And, uh, Larry has to go out. He did, he decides he's going to go out. And Balky's like, okay, well, I'll show you my tapestry. Like my real tapestry, not my penis. Uh, and he starts explaining the great tomato famine of Meepos and stuff. Him going through the tapestry is pretty funny. <laughs> all the different... All the different... Uh, yeah, like the first king's round. <laughs> Try to prove yes. an island. That was funny. So many good things. And then uh, Balky says, like, I have to admit, like, I, I must have misjudged you when you kissed me. I thought that there was something up, but I guess it's not. And then she's like excited that he's a virgin mm. and she's going to like corrupt him and make her move. Um, 
think I don't, I don't know if we mentioned this, but there is a, a an age difference here. Yeah, she's a lot older, right? Which yep. I feel like is is something of a trope around this area. We have like an oversexed older woman, and it, in, in in their mind, that was okay to be like yeah. going for a younger guy. Yeah. yeah, it's okay if you're a rapist as long as you're old. Seriously, I mean, uh, that's wow. I feel like I saw a lot. Of, you know, who's the boss with the mom was always like very like sexually aggressive toward younger, good, better yeah. looking men. Um, it just seemed to be like a thing back then, and it just does not age well. Right. I mean, the Golden Girls were they were they were age appropriate, but they were very sexually aggressive in their mm-hmm. show. But well, I feel like that was right age appropriate, and also like it what was, was age appropriate, generally consensual. Right. They weren't raping people on Golden Girls, I don't think. Uh, Oh, my God. A much much different show. Rose, no. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. We can't do that. All right. uh, Balky says, like, I feel like married people have done less than we have already done. Like we've already done a lot and I'm not really okay with this. Larry walks in and says, what's going on here? And Balky says, what are you blind? She's trying to force herself on me. What's wrong with you? She's all over me like a wet t-shirt. And then uh, Olivia says, join me at Mickey's hideaway on Tuesday night. And then Balky says, I'm sorry, I'm busy on Tuesdays for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, she says, fine. All right. If you say goodbye, Olivia, it means hello, unemployment. I'm going to get you fired now because I am right. above you at the paper. Um, Who just comes out and says that? <laughs> <laughs> like, just fire them. Yeah. And then if they have recourse, yeah. like, don't be like, well, now you must fuck me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much a master plan reveal that didn't need to happen. Yeah. So. Also, that's just not how sex works. I have terrible yeah. news for you. If you threatened me into sex, probably not happening. No. Yeah. Usually a no. Yeah. Usually a no. <laughs> <laughs> well, not always. Caveats. Not always. Well, I mean, I don't want to rule everything out. Exactly. (laughs) Larry says, uh, I'm not going to take this lying down. I mean, you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, This is sexual harassment. She leaves. Back at the office, Harriet gives a quick heads up that Olivia is going to come in asking about she's in trouble because the publisher's there. And uh, Olivia's in the... uh, Do we see him again? The publisher? I don't yeah. think so. I don't recognize him. I yeah. I feel like that's the guy who that other dude replaces. Right, 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 right. Mm, maybe this is early, so this is early season three. So he's yeah, not... very yeah. Uh, Olivia says uh, I didn't do anything wrong, and he says, uh, "Well, I got the paperwork here to prove it." Larry provided all these, th- you know, all these receipts and things from the like, creepy hotel and all that. I kind of like that they show like his reporting side here. I thought that yeah. was kind of cool. Like that, right. this, you know, it would make sense that Larry would be the one who finds all this. He has all the facts ready to go. So the publisher's like, all right, look, you've been here a long time. I'm going to give you the opportunity to resign your position to Olivia. And she's like, I'm not fucking resigning. What are you talking about? I was like, publisher goes great. Perfect. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Cause now I can just say you're fired. 
and she flips out and leaves and tries to get on the elevator. But Harriet is there and says, nope, no elevator. Employees only. Uh, uh, uh. I will gotcha. occasionally forget Harriet's on the show. It yeah. throws me for a loop every now she's and then. Great. And she's great. Yeah. And then uh, the publisher goes, I have a real Woodward and Bernstein right here in my basement. But you're not getting the Sunday magazine article. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Nothing for you, Larry. Uh, this was great, though, because Larry had not considered it until this point that he wasn't going to get the article. <laughs> he blew it for himself. Yeah, right. Balky has a great line here where he goes, I would like the future. Thank you for helping me. The future woman of my dreams. I will be the husband that has absolutely no idea what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what a special and, night. A solid one. A solid one. Yep. I don't know if it's their best work. I wouldn't say it, it's definitely not their best work, but it was still no. like, I mean, Larry had some moments, I think in particular, at the, this one. I, you know, just, just, you know, like that whole thing about it not admitting that he's a virgin. I thought that was really, really funny. If it makes you feel any better. If it better. makes you feel any better. <laughs> oh, what a line. But once again, like his, you know, Marklin Baker, just like the side-eye glance that he's trying to come up with something on the fly that he doesn't admit to his cousin that he's a virgin. It was just really well done. He's just, he's so good. So good. So good. Um, all right. Ready for our final episode? Family it's Matters. It's the reason we did this one. Family Matters, season five, episode 14. Like a virgin. Oh, boy. Eddie uh-huh. is humiliated when his friends learn that he's still a virgin. Knock it off, or I shall be forced to respond in kind. Brains. Make your move. <laughs> hey, I got better things to do, all right? All right. Nerd. You nerd. He's also like 40, so that's even I more know. disturbing. He's well, we'll so get to old. The, well, I'll talk about uh, the locker room that we we're going to talk about. Yeah. It's like an age group between 16 and 47. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, he towers over everyone else. He has a beard. There's other guys in there. There's a guy in there who looked like he was homeless. Yeah. (laughs) Like he was supposed to be a high school student. Holy crap. Uh, Carl watches some football, but your Urkel comes in and says, Buenos dias, Papas Grande. (laughs) What the fuck? Get out of here. That was all right. I like that. Check out my new invention, the smell o vision. He explains it. And then Carl just says, uh huh, go home. <laughs> he doesn't even want to get any further. Like, great. He says, All right, well, watch and whiff. And he puts the helmet on. And Carl's like, No, this actually works. But then the helmet starts smoking. Looks like fire is going to come out. So Steve dumps the soda Carl was drinking onto his own head to put the fire out. And he's like, Get out. So, Invention City. We're already in invention time. Yeah. Wait, what, what? This is season five, right? Yeah. 
So this would have been like around the grandma time. I mean, this is we, yeah. we were getting pretty wacky at this point. We're getting wacky. Yeah. Uh, we get Richie didn't do his homework. Where the heck is his mom? Where's Rachel? She's not around. <laughs> to do, what the fuck? She's not in this episode at all. Yep. Harriet says we have a problem with Eddie. I found a love note in his pocket. Do you think that Eddie is sexually active? Well, I would fucking hope so because he's 45 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like be a grandma Carl's someday. <laughs> Carl's first reaction is like, oh, that girl is hot that he's talking about. Oh, talking ooh, good for him. Yeah, right. Uh, he goes, okay, honest moment. You know, whenever I talk to him about sex, it's awkward. Yeah, no shit. Uh, what if they are fooling around? Well, we could lock him in his room till he's 30. He's 10 years over that yeah, guy. Come on. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. What's next on the list of things to do today? <laughs> they took it from um from Patrick Duffy. He just forgot Brendan down there. He's probably 50 now. <laughs> uh, he's the homeless guy in the locker room later. Yeah, right. Perfect. <laughs> Eddie comes down and is like, sit down. We need to talk. And he goes, what about? He goes, Oh, you're going to talk to me about sex, huh? <laughs> That's great. Have you become, you know how I told you about the birds and the bees? Have you become an active bee? And how much buzzing have you been doing? <laughs> okay, Carl. Eddie gets the note and he reads it and laughs and says, this note from Letitia's, Letitia is about her mom and her drinking problem. Not about us Weird. having sex. What kind of note? What? Oh, Eddie, I like your note. butt so much. I want to touch it until the sun comes up. <laughs> Thanks about for drinking. saving my mom. <laughs> this is about drinking <laughs> Nothing's more romantic than Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Maybe later we could drive around rehab for a while. <laughs> Will you drive my mom to AA? Check yes or no. <laughs> Do you want a handy on the way? Yeah. Oh, God. Just, just OTP, though. We all know something happened here. Uh, he tries to play it off like that was it and leaves. That's like if you find a box of condoms in your kid's drawer and they're like, oh, no, it's just for washing dishes so my hands don't chap. <laughs> I wear them as gloves. I wear them as five-fingered gloves. You do wash a good dish, Sean. I'm so. working on my curveball. Yeah. Carl just flat out says it. Yeah. Eddie, are you still a virgin? What a line in a kid's show. What the hell is happening? At least Frank and Carol have the decency to dance all around it. <laughs> he just comes right out and says, you've been fucking, son. <laughs> And then Carl says, or Eddie says, no, no, dad. Unfortunately, no, I have not. I have not had sex. And Carl celebrates as if he had won the Real NBA weird. championship for the World Series. Yeah. It is so weird. That's what I remember most about this episode. Because this one, I think I remember more than step-by-step -step one, is Carl's reaction to finding out that Eddie's still a virgin. What the hell? Fucking weird. Yeah. This is so bizarre. He runs around and pumps his fist and stuff. But uh, why? I know. I like, I, I, 
I'm not an, I'm not a parent. Um, Outlook is not positive on that aspect, which is fine. Like by choice, it's <laughs> unlikely at this point. Sure, but like. If I'm going to have this conversation with my son, which I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be like, hey, man, getting it? <laughs> like, just don't. Like, inform them and be responsible. Yeah. But, like, yeah. if I did have this conversation, which I wouldn't, but if I did, if they told me that, I'd be like, okay, okay cool. Walk I'm out. glad we talked yeah. about this. Right. Because right. that's how humans act. Yeah. Not celebrate. Again, it's a comedy show. Com- like uh, you know people have to be big and wacky but just like if you're going to be serious if you're going to talk about this in a serious way don't be a total fucking spaz about it carl right because they also go right back to being serious about it yeah you know, like that's even weirder and it just it, it, it's like this weird little spike and it makes no right. sense great he now that i've from... done my touchdown dance let's talk about aids right he goes right <laughs> yeah hey you know eddie sex is in the game even though I just celebrated it like it was one <laughs> that I just won. Uh, no AIDS, unwanted pregnancies. There's only one foolproof way to stop any of those. This it's so abstinence. Oh, my God. This is the time of Bill Clinton. I know. Come on. This, if isn't, you meet, this isn't George W. Bush. If you meet a special lady, then it'll mean something. How do we know Letitia's not special? Poor Latisha. Yeah, obviously right. have a deep relationship, right? Yes. High five and all the way to the hospital <laughs> under the pants. High five. <laughs> <laughs> How many fingers? <laughs> just mushing it. <laughs> oh God, he's just a forty-five-year-old man in the back seat, <laughs> right? And that's, that's you know, you, you point make a really good point because that's kind of part of the root of one of the many, many, many problems I have with this is like, you're right. We don't know that this isn't a special relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, maybe this is the right person, but everyone just acts like it's not. They don't actually right. know whether Eddie's making any reasonable decisions. It's just like, are you yes or no? If yes, then bad. Bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Well, they hug it out after that talk, which also feels weird. <laughs> like very, very one-sided talk. <laughs> I don't want to hug it out after that yeah. talk, please. Let me wash that off. Then we get the uh, locker room where everybody's doing their locker room talk, and the boys are horny. <laughs> they are ready to go. Everybody's talking about this is. Uh, a funny moment where everyone's kind of talking about how they've all done it. And they just kind of quietly like getting ready for gym class or whatever. Kind of reminded, reminded me of high school when everybody says that right. they've done it. Right. Right. And like a fraction probably really has. Yeah, you tell me Waldo oh, yeah. did it. Come on. Oh, I lied about it for at least a year. Yeah. <laughs> I was lying about all kinds of things. In high school. <laughs> yeah. You got to save face where you can. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. It's like how many of these dudes are just straight up lying? That one All the main them. guy, I love that he, they just transplanted him from like Brooklyn and they just dropped him in here. It's like, whoa, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, you heard about <laughs> the pussy? everybody. I got them all. <laughs> hey. He's Andrew Dice Clay. He's Andrew Dice Clay. What a cameo. <laughs> oh God. Why are you in high school still? You're like 50. 
So is everyone else. Uh, Urkel walks in with soap on a rope and a towel, which didn't like 25 episodes ago. We talk about soap on a rope for some reason. For some reason, I have a picture of Greg going like soap on a rope, two soaps on a rope. I don't remember why. That's right. That does sound like me. You did. I don't know why I would have done that. I'm not really sure why. Enthusiast Greg. I think it was in the Topanga video where you (laughs) invented. That sounds right. Two soaps on a rope, and she was very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's in that one. Uh, but it's real silly. It's burned in my brain, but I don't remember why. We couldn't have done, we we couldn't do a Boy Meets World episode because there's like a multi art episode. A hundred virgin where episodes. He just talks about the fact that he's definitely a virgin. No wonder Corey you don't have to worry, done. Dad. <laughs> I'm not getting any. I think there's one where where doesn't he? We watch where he tells Topanga's dad, yes. and Topanga's dad's like never worried about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you weren't getting any. Well, Topanga's dead. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Urkel has soap on a rope, and they try to, like, towel whip him, but he turns into his Bruce Lee character and starts fighting back, being racist. Which is the second time we've seen this. (laughs) Yes, he's apparently really into Bruce Lee. Yes. Uh... This the New York City uh, locker room guy is like, oh, you haven't talked to uh, Alicia? She's the only girl I haven't bagged in Glee Club yet. Whoa. Look, the talks like this. Horny, though. That makes sense. Right. Theater kids? I mean. Yeah. I might have to cut this out, but I have a friend (laughs) who was telling me about some of his exploits. And he's like, oh, well, I did this in 1998 or something like that. And I was like, what? How? <laughs> On what planet? And he, he just goes, you were never in theater, man. <laughs> That's what he said. Not you were wrong. never in theater. Yeah, no. Honestly. He's like, the, the theater people were in. They I, wanted I was, to do stuff. It's because there's about, a was, lot of free time and very little adult supervision in theater. Yes. I was theater adjacent. And, and, and I... There's a lot of stuff going on in those parties. I was like shocked at some of the things, the stories he was telling me. And he's like, theater. Yeah. You were never in theater. Like, I got, okay. Hey, I blew Chinatown. it. Chinatown, Ryan. <laughs> it's Glee Club. <laughs> oh, God. Urkel opens his locker and an ironing board flies out and he irons his pants in the oh, locker I like that i wonder yeah, why he gets funny. beat up all the time i kind of like that i'm not uh, i mean steve's insufferable like yeah i would also want to beat him up not necessarily because he's a nerd but just because <laughs> right, just because of everything yeah, else right 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 like how well, many proms have to be ruined before it's okay to kick the shit out of somebody yeah Right? Like, How many times do you have to damage my house? Right. Every important major event in this family and quite frankly, this town mm-hmm. is ruined, ruined by this one person. Even so his like, own parents like don't want him around. Batman. Like <laughs> Joker breaks out of Arkham, murders a dozen people, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, Joker. All right. <laughs> Back to Arkham with you, Back I guess. <laughs> At what point can we just off the guy? So we we just recently, my wife, my mother-in-law stayed with us, we just recently rewatched all the Harry Potter movies, and all I can think about watching this is, if you were in the other two, like, houses that wasn't Slytherin and Gryffindor, how pissed off were you and all these fucking antics that went down? Like, I'm just trying to get my education, man. Shut the fuck up. 
I'm trying to become a wizard. Stop it. Get out of here with this shit. Why do you keep doing all this? You're just inviting this guy back. What are you doing? Just kill him. He's basically a weapon of mass destruction. Stop putting the nuclear bomb in the living room. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, while Steve irons his pants, he, he turns and like pontificates to everyone. A real man doesn't need to have sex like me and my buddy Eddie. <laughs> like at this point, this is not okay. I would have so why didn't Eddie friends. murder him. I had so many problems. This is the whole speech, right? About like, yes, why about why it's okay. The right girl and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hated this. Yeah, oh yeah. This is like this is some fucking Brendan shit. Like this is this is <laughs> this is the root of like incel ideology legitimately yeah like because they say the right words like you know it's all under the guise of respecting women which of course but at the root of it it's that's not what it's about yeah it's not about that it's like putting them on a pedestal and treating them as a prize to achieve and it's fucking Mm. gross because it's so veiled like it sounds romantic, but it's actually vile. And Steve just personifies it here, and it's awful. And then he throws Eddie under the bus like a fucking monster. Right? Who would do that to your friend? Like, I That's mean, right. they don't really even resolve that part of this story. You know that 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 you know Urkel just basically just you know outed him. His, yeah. yeah, right. And it just it, it's such a horrible thing to do. And we're all supposed to be like, oh, right, Steve's fine. That's fine. He's, he's and it wasn't stuff. even like Eddie knew Steve had this information. Right. Yes. Right. You know, he snuck it because he says, I heard you you and your dad talking. Right. I right. overheard your dad and you talking about it. And the 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 uh Brooklyn kid is like, what are you doing? Saving yourself from Mrs. Bright? And then a great line from <laughs> from Waldo, he goes, Mrs. Wright, what's wrong with you? She's 67 years old. Waldo from downtown, count it. <laughs> <laughs> he does nothing in this episode and then nails a game winner here. Uh, Eddie gets mad and he goes home and he's mad and he starts yelling and he talks to Laura and he's like, Everybody's clowning me big time. And oh, Laura, <laughs> Laura and Eddie talk about being virgins. And Basically, he says, like, I'm a laughing stock for not getting any. And she says something like, well, I'd be a laughing stock if I did get any. And it's not fair. And then uh, they talk about how Jerry, the guy from Brooklyn that we've been making fun of, is a hound. And he's really the laughing stock of the girls' locker room. Nobody likes him. He's probably lying about this shit. I, I like I like the burn. But also, he probably is at least sleeping with a few of them. Yeah, right. Like as far as he might, he might be. As far as Jerry is concerned, I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a, a quantity over quality. Maybe either. he's in theater. Laura's not in Glee Club either. I assume. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, Laura was in the play. It's true. Right. Oh, that's true. Oh, maybe yeah. Laura's the one lying. Mm. Ooh. Maybe Romeo. Uh, I don't know. Insert Shakespeare line here. <laughs> there you go. Put it in. Uh, <laughs> Urkel. That works. <laughs> Ryan, make me funny. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Roger? Roger, yeah. He's over here. He's, oh, he's at your house. Roger. 
uh urkel's hiding now urkel's running away from myra and oh, talks to uh grandma estelle and says that he's having a problem with myra because she wants a piece of the urk band where the fuck did myra come in like what, uh, why, why is she stapled in on the last third of this like, i don't know and then he says, like, it's hard to say no to her because she's so voluptuous, which also feels weird. Uh, she would like to do the wiggle wiggle ding ding with me. <laughs> it's what he says. The grandmother. And uh, she has an awesome line here. Weird moment, but she has a great line. She's like, well, you know, Steve, at my age, you hope for a wiggle. But a lot of times you got to settle for a ding. It's a funny one. <laughs> Good one. Uh, and Steve goes, I want my wedding night to be special. You're doing some great voices on this episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Good acting. Uh, back to the locker room. Everyone's making fun of Eddie. And like, we thought you were a ladies man. We thought you were 45. We thought. We Slowly thought you did stuff school. with they ladies. Moved on to something else. Well, by the next day, like Steve Urkel goes out of high school. He can literally do something every minute. Yeah, right. Take your mind off of this. So Ron's Eddie Lee... again. <laughs> oh God, he burned down the fucking gym. God damn it! <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Eddie Eddie lays down the law to all the guys and says, "Look, it feelings should be shared. I'm going for quality, not quantity." And Urkel says, great job, as he, like, the, the guys ran off, like, shrugging him off, like, okay, whatever, buddy. And he's like, good job standing up to peer pressure. Like, fuck you, man. I wouldn't have been in this spot if you didn't say something. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? At this point, it should have been moved to, you're a shitty friend. Like, that's, yeah. that's where they should have gone. <laughs> I don't want to be around you. Yeah. Uh, he says something like, you know what? I get picked for all the things, so I'm not really that worried about it. And he, like, leaves. I'm not really that worried about it. People still like me and I'm popular, so who cares if I'm a virgin? Which is fine. Uh, we get more towel fights. And then Myra comes in to go to town on this guy. Jesus Christ. This is awful. And this then she horrible. locks him like a serial murderer, locks him into the locker room so she can do stuff to him. Did Myra rape Steve? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, sure. I, I, don't I, know. So, I thought it was really funny when they were kissing and she like they like stood up together and yeah. she's they sort of like danced around each other like it was a good moment of physical comedy right so like i have to give it a little bit of credit but also think about this in any other context i mean obviously like gender swap it mm -hmm. and yeah. it's gross if a, if a guy came into a women's locker room un, uninvited forced a kiss on them and then shove them into a locker, there'd be problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is gross. I mean, mm -hmm. this is just gross. It's like unacceptable and gross. Like you don't think about family matters as being this problematic, mm -hmm. but this is, uh, you know, we're watching nothing but shows from the eighties and nineties. And we've had a few things here and there that like probably wouldn't fly today. But like this, Danny in the bathtub with his, like Danny in the bathtub boxes? with his nephews. Yeah. Um, but like I would just chalk that up to things being different back then. Like mm. guys really loved to take their shirt off and mow their lawn in the 70s. And like no one's doing that now. But 
this is oh. easily the grossest thing we've ever encountered in this yeah. show. Yeah, that is rare. beyond acceptable. I mean, product of the time too. Like this back then, it was like, oh, a girl can be like sexually aggressive toward a guy, and that's funny. That's that, comedy. Yeah, right. And nowadays, you look at it thirty years later, twenty years later, and it's just it's disgusting to see this. Yeah, um, but this is uh, this is you know, we go back to it that this was all of media of a yeah. time and like you you wonder why we see three different aggressive over aggressive women forcing themselves almost on dudes you wonder why it's hard to convince people to change their ideology because this idea of like uh, rape culture and that idea is not but is not new but like that kind of like sexual role reversal and stuff like that and how like harassment works and what rape means and all that that's changed dramatically i would say in the last 10 years to be a more acceptable talking point but when you talk to other 40 year olds like us or you know people slightly older than us um i have somebody in my life who's 50 and i talk to him and to him it's just sort of like what's everybody making such a big deal about right and it's because people of our generation and a little bit older spent all of their time consuming this media that treated this as a joke. Mm. Even Steve constant pursual of Steve invaded Laura's bedroom in the last yeah, episode. We right. watched, And that was okay. It's yeah. That, comedy that because even... he loves her. Right. It's, I mean, it's, and then he you does all that stuff. <laughs> he does all that stuff. And then he marries her at the end. Yeah. Right. right. And right. Like, what does that so teach basically you? Basically saying right. creepiness you, will prevail. Right. That you like know? your bad behavior you'll, you'll will wear them down. The rewards you think mm-hmm. you deserve. Right. right. Yeah. That's Gross. really problem. That's almost it's more awful. problematic than this episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, we're going to rank these now. This is easily. This is. The hardest one I've ever been able to rank. Interesting. No. To me, the I... Family Matters is four. Oh, Family Matters is four. Family, no yeah, yeah. No sweep that. Yeah. I, I agree. I think absolute that's, shit. That's a, Even though I probably hilarious. laughed one more, most maybe. I laughed at just like the stupidity of the episode more yeah. so than the jokes. Yeah, like there, I, guess. I wasn't laughing at like, the jokes. I was laughing so at how outdated and, and yeah. archaic this seemed. Look how yeah. stupid this episode is. <clears throat> And which I think was is the intent of Drew being yeah. like, look at how which dumb is, this virgin episode. You know, was. it's a shame because we we generally have family matters kind of at least in the middle or toward the top. So this episode just flat out the face two in a row that I very yeah You're yeah right. yeah. There's a couple in a row here. All right, uh, three. What you got? Step hmm. by step. Ooh. Okay. I thought okay. that episode was pretty boring. Wow. I hated the Cody thing. Okay. The Frank thing was funny, but too short. Mm. JT had a couple good lines with Dana, but the whole, but the scene in the uh, teacher's apartment was pretty uninteresting and very long. Okay. And also how fucking stupid is that teacher? Just being like, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to art the shit out of this kid tonight. Yeah. I hope nobody hears me. That was dumb. I, I would just, not put it, just, it there. I like JT. Other than that, real okay. bad episode as far as I'm concerned. Mark, what do you have for three? 
Let's say perfect strangers. Um, I, uh, yeah, I didn't. It, it, from a strictly entertainment value, I really didn't laugh a lot during this episode. I thought, and maybe it was because of the content of it, um, but in terms of me wanting to see more, I was just like, I, other than that one Larry part where he talks about being a virgin, it just wasn't doing right. it for me. I didn't think it was funny. I thought the, I thought Balky was more awkward. Um, and a lot of that was the script. Like, I don't think he had the chance to be as funny as he usually is. Um, there got, are some like... I don't want to call them duds, but there mm. are some episodes of Perfect Strangers that are just sort of like, yup, this is a Perfect Strangers episode. Yeah. Uh, and this was definitely one of them. And I feel like maybe that's it because I've seen, we've seen so many great Perfect Strangers episodes. And I just, I don't know. Like I said, it may have been the subject. Um, I just, I just really wasn't feeling it. I'm, I'm putting that third. I put Full House third. I don't know if I feel wow. that's right. I don't know if I feel that's right. But I, yeah. you got you just got to go with your heart. Yeah, My gut right. says I like the cement thing, but even like okay, the DJ. If we're talking Virgin episodes, it's not exactly playing into that enough. I guess I don't know. That was all fine, but it, it's not as good as Perfect Strangers is on its worst day. So three for Full House. <laughs> Uh, all right, two. Uh, oh, oh, woof. I'm going to say Perfect Strangers. Wow. I'm going to oh, say Perfect boy. Strangers. Oh, boy. Said, Are you in a COVID I... delirium right now? <laughs> yeah. This happened we're, before. We're too close to the Comic-Con. You can't get COVID. As I've said, as I said during Mark's, like, I mean, it's a good episode of TV, but it's as far as Perfect Strangers episodes goes, uh, it's it's way down there. I would say this is like bottom ten percent. It's Perfect Strangers episodes, probably. Mm. Okay, all right. I I agree. I thought this was definitely down. When I was talking to Mark about it. I was like, I'm surprised that this wasn't that good. But I still put it too. All right, Mark, what's your two? Step by step. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh no. I know. But I don't know what is going on. I, I love JT in this. And I even texted you guys that I thought he was just, you know, the actor who plays him phenomenal. Some of the jokes that he, he said in that, that delivery of that line at the end, one of my top, top five jokes on this entire or, 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 or you know, line reads, whatever you want to say that we've done on this podcast. I thought that was hysterical. I thought this was, I thought, but Dana was very preachy, which turned this off for me. I hated the Cody shit. That was just beginning and end. And I'm usually very pro Cody. So um, it just felt like very disjointed. Unlike my number one, which actually felt like a real episode with like a story and a plot going all the way through it. So step by step. Wow. I, okay. So I'm the only one that has step by step. I'm the only one with step by step number one. Which yeah. you had at what four, Greg? Three, three. That family wow. episode. We are all over the map. I like all it. All time shitter. We're all over the map. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had that first. I, I enjoyed it. It's one of the ones I remember. JT's great. Frank is great. Yeah, it's number one. But you guys both have. <laughs> yeah, full house. Full house wow. is number one. Yeah. Two of us. I I just liked this is it perfect no because i genuinely think this was a terrible crop of shows mm -hmm. 
Um, it's not our best. Last time the bomb right. episodes were all pretty good. Yeah, they were all like, pretty. They good. were all good. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I had to rate this episode, it would probably be a C plus. <laughs> but that's good enough out of this crowd. <laughs> but that's good enough to get number one. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mark is gonna. Mark will say a lot of this, I'm sure. But like, not a lot of kids. The yeah. little bit there was was super brief. I thought it felt like a legitimate episode of television. As as you said, there was a through line. Um, Mark, I'll let you go. Just honestly, when we when Michelle walked in and said, I don't have a hobby, in the back of my mind, I, I had a moment where I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, here we go. Here this, we go. this is going to take over this show. And the DJ thing will be like a, the C story. And the fact that Jesse shuts that shit down immediately <laughs> and just says, no, this is not an episode about you this time. We're actually going to do a real one. And I, I mean, Aladdin always does it for me. I think he's actually, I think he's a very good actor. I think he plays Steve very well. Yeah. Um, Danny, everything good. he did in this one was great. I, I liked his actually dramatic acting when he was in Steve's apartment. I thought that was a really cool moment. I am kind of a sucker for that when you get somebody who always does comedy and, and then kind of goes a little bit dramatic with it. I, I always find that very intriguing and he did a wonderful job. Uh, Joey, Jesse, the when the, the cement came into the kitchen and they were all working around Joey. That was funny to me too. Yeah, that really so that worked good. for me. I thought Becky, that whole scene was super good. Yeah. Becky had some good lines too. Where it's like that, that skeptical thing. And then when they fuck it up at the, at, you know, where they realize they can't get the truck out, she kind of like just leaves him hanging and walks away. Like I told you so type of thing. Um, right. I think in any other episode, Becky would have just hounded him into oblivion. Yes. Right. Mm. How can you not respect our marriage? <laughs> because, right. because you did this concrete driveway yourself. <laughs> what else are you going to screw up? Right. Yeah. Oh boy. We'll have to go back okay. to square dancing lessons. Oh god, the square dancing. That's what killed us that one time. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the pain. <laughs> the pain. I think we all, all agree right. that was general that i think that was the worst episode of full house and this might have been the best is this, this better than is this one better than tomato country or worse oh, okay so tomato country was not a great episode just yeah. the joke of tomato country just <laughs> that little snippet of yes like him up in the tree arguing with the dude hysterical yeah. jess Je uh becky being like i don't really like tomatoes and just hysterical yeah. right but like I don't know. No, I, I I would say yeah. This is a better episode than Tomato Country, but Tomato Country wow. is such like a next level joke. Yeah, yeah. We may have uncovered the best Full House episode. Well, we, we talked about it. this so many times. This is what makes a good Full Full House episode is when you ignore the fucking kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. Good job by you, Full House. All right, next time we never really saw it uh, solidified what we're doing next time, did we? Uh, we so do I. I do, do have, have something to request. Well, okay. I, I have an observation and then a request. The first observation is we are at Halloween again. Yeah. And oh, surely, baby. surely there are Halloween episodes we haven't seen yet. So yeah. oh, there's a million. Obviously, we could just do Halloween. Hmm. My other request, and if we don't do it right this time, it's to think about it in the future. I say this, I think, every time. The episode where Gorpley does the flashback is amazing. And I really want to watch it. Okay. Flashback like, episodes. There has to be an episode of, uh, there has to be three other episodes where people recount what happened. Because mm -hmm. that's what it is. Something happened. Gorpley tells his version. Balky tells his version. Larry tells his version. And of course, they're mm -hmm. all tainted in that view. 
That's right. like an old TV trope. There yeah, right. Has to be an episode oh, where, like, you know, like those like clue style mysteries. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. It's like, well, what did you see? Has to be. Like, you're telling me there's not like a detective story in a Boy Meets World or something? Like, no. Mm-hmm. There's definitely an episode where Corey wears a trench coat. We saw the step by step episode already. Yeah, unfortunately, we I I I'm, I'm not, not saying, I don't remember. I'm not saying like flashback in the sense of like like we saw the the old timey. Like uh, yeah, I'm yeah, talking about like episode. Yeah, I'm talking where like Several Carl tells Harriet what happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's gonna be so hard to find, but I do like that idea. It's just, I, I I just I love say, that I, episode of Perfect Strangers so much because Gorpley's so funny in it. I have... Honestly, I'm sorry, Mark. I keep cutting you off. You mentioned a Kimmy Gibbler episode. We could lump it in as that as episodes with a great B plot, like a B player mm-hmm. moment. B players like taking the stage, one. taking yeah, the front yeah. stage. Yeah. Let's like, do this that. is an I... awesome Gorpley episode. Let's find yeah. okay. a Kimmy episode. We need a Kimmy episode. This, will, this will be easier right. to find. A Mr. Yes, Feeny right. episode or something. Right. I don't know. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Can we pick so, our favorites right now? Feeny uh, has to be one, oh, right? Yeah. I'm mean, already three out of four. I mean, how what about uh, what about dinosaurs? Is there a uh, one about um, maybe a Richfield one? Forever. Oh, Rich is there a Richfield centric episode? I mean, there are yeah, there are a couple of Richfield centric ones. Yeah, yeah, that might Richfield. be a good one. I love me some Richfield. So. Yeah, that might be fun. Yeah, and maybe there's okay. a making making the band episode, like a strong Ashley Parker Angel episode. <laughs> <laughs> who's wow. our guy again the uh the leader of the mega who makes the band sweet lou sweet, sweet lou. lou is there a sweet lou episode where we learn about his blimps oh they're all i don't sweet want to lou episodes. i do not want to learn more about sweet lou <laughs> <laughs> knowing how this ends i don't want to know any more about him no we're good all right yeah, all right you know in a while i don't know if there's a good salem episode or something oh yeah oh, yeah yeah, Actually, yeah we can do a couple different ones um the i've never i have not i don't remember this perfect strangers episode but I imagine Larry's version is probably the funniest version of what happened because it's Larry. It's great. Okay. Okay. I remember right, so it was being great. We're doing this no, as play the uh, actors, characters like, taking the spotlight that aren't right. actually. I don't know how we quantify that, but shows about actors getting the supporting front actors. Right. Yeah, getting their shot. Okay. All right. Maybe we can find a Karen episode. Maybe this oh, is where yeah. we get the Karen yeah. episode. Right. Great. Or she wants to murder JT or oh, whatever. Yes. That one. There we go. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> I'll, I would want to, let's, I've been wanting to watch that one forever. Right. Let's Karen that. wants right. to murder Karen. JT. Gorpley Thanks. episode. Yep. A Feeny? A Feeny. And a Richfield? No, no, no. Feeny and, um, what was it? We just had another. What was it? Shit. Kimmy. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy. There you go. Gibbler? Kimmy. Kimmy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do a dinosaur. We will get back to dinosaurs. Oh my god, we've been—it's been a long time since we did that. Uh, All right, the the swamp music one—that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was a few ago. That's true. All right, we're out of here. Let's do some plugs. You can listen to our other show, Pod and Long, where we talk about the footballs. Yep. And also, Greg is still a part of it because he does his bets, (laughs) and uh, sometimes I mess up the graphic, and sometimes I don't. (laughs) One of my favorite things is getting to Greg's bets <laughs> toward the end. By the way, Greg, I mean, the last episode I talked about how Travis Kelty is dating Taylor Swift now, right? Yeah. And how that is so Which subpar. I love, by the way, it like oh, really works yeah. for me. 
it's so below though. Josh Allen is dating Haley Stanfield, who is also a singer. All right, so they wash each other out there, right? They're both of equal talent in singing. We we, we all yeah. established that. So Haley now Stanfield was an actress, right? Now it comes down to acting. Haley Stanfield, what is she in? True Grit. Great performance. Great, right? great performance she in that. Does, Oscar nominated. Yeah. Gwen Stacy in the animated Spider-Man uh, movies. Very good in Perfect. that too, right? Yeah. Right? Okay. She's done. She's, she's, uh, she's Hawkeye. Also fun. Yeah. Right? Hawkeye's friend. Best friend if of I Hawkeye. I said, what is Taylor Swift known for in movies? I Cats. Like it's, there you go. <laughs> it's Cats. <laughs> it's Cats. the only thing she's been in, right? <laughs> Clearly Haley Stanfield above this, so... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What I a love, moment. I love these. Uh, I love these like uh, TikToks that are coming out with like people telling Taylor Swift fans about the NFL. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. like, this is Nick Bosa. He's really good at football. He makes a lot of money. Also, he's a little bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that could be half the NFL. For yeah, all. right. We don't know. <laughs> Very All crazy. right, you can go listen to Pod and Long. Greg, you got any plugs? <laughs> uh, there's potential the time machine might get fixed. Uh, yeah, there's some. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We might fire on the Jerry O'Connells. Yeah. <laughs> you might open up calling. a new pack of saltines. The WCWTF podcast is in the works of getting another episode. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I actually think I'm the one holding it up right now as opposed to some other people. Um, it's just this week is a nightmare. Last week was a nightmare. This week is a nightmare. But the wheels are turning. It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark is greasing, greasing up the Harley to get it rolling. Oh, Final Nitro. <laughs> Pulls my Hulk Hogan head out of the bag. I, I would say this will happen in the next month. Yes. WCWTF okay. final episode. Wow. It's coming. It's yeah. it's happening. I promise. I'm. This is my fault this time, and I'm a I'm a go getter. So, we'll go get her, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a plug! <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll see you next time with B plus characters taking oh, the center yeah, that's, stage. That's gonna be good. All right, this was fun. We'll see you guys <laughs> later. Peace out. <laughs>